if I'm in the sport, you know, why wouldn't I want to someday be the greatest ever? You know, you ask people's go-to takedowns or favorite takedowns. It's usually not a inside trip. I mean, I probably try to hit it just about every match. Don't know if I want to get hit for a living. You know, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think people think I'm a lot bigger than I really am. My favorite duel since I've been in college was definitely 2019 when we uh, wrestled Iowa at home. It was insane. Are you going down to 125 this season? Well, I'm going down to 125, but... You've been in some insanely big, big matches. It's just like you just keep coming up short. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have Dayton Fix eventually coming on, uh, but Crosby and I are going to get a little rundown first about what we got going on. Before we even do that, <clears throat> we are powered by Cauliflower Combat yes, Gear. Yes, sir. What we, think, what we thinking about the light? Merch, too. I'm officially on board the Cauliflower team, so a lot of cool stuff in the future. We got Clash of Combat's capsule drop, my uh, cap- capsule drop, if that's what that means. Basically, it's like uh, you got your pants, Hoodies, shirts, a lot of cool designs. Super looking forward to that. Um, those should be out here next couple of weeks, maybe a month or so. So a lot of cool things um, in the works, but... Use code CLASH, 20% off your entire purchase. Boom. Um, what's up with all these number ones at 125? Just... Losing. Dude, I just saw a Yanni quote. I feel weird. I can't look at you. I just saw a Yanni quote mm-hmm. that said... The only person who has a 0% chance of winning nationals at 125 is the one seed. <laughs> <laughs> He's what, right, though. What a, what a goofer. He's right. Should there just stop, not be a number one? They should just do two and beyond? Yeah. I mean, because I So the like, last seed gets a bye. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Could you imagine if like a number 29 seed could possibly have a chance? Like, what, what was the lowest or worst seed to actually win a national title? Ben, fact check, please. Fact check that. Lowest seed to win an NCAA title. That, like, that'd be so interesting. Like, I bet it's like a 12. A 12, yeah. I could, like, could you imagine just like a 20 or something? Because remember, the guy Nick Lee wrestled. He was like, he yeah, was he ranked. Was low. He was really low or high, however you do that. But from, I think he was from North Carolina. Was He's around there. <laughs> He's around there. <laughs> but we're, I'm cutting weight now. So I'm like a little sucked in, energy depleted. Um, it's only like that if you tell yourself. That's true. No, I'm feeling so awesome, guys. 13th seed, Cody, Brewer. Cody Brewer was wait, wait. 13th seed. 133-pounder, Cody Brewer. Wow, yeah. 13th Man, seed. Can you can you imagine being those other 12 guys being like, wow. wow. Like, I was ahead of him. And he just wins. Like, that's probably, you think, like, the the two seed, or the one seed thinks that the two beats him? Mm, I think, well, it, I guess it depends. You're right. I guess it's in the eye of the beholder, but I wish more up. I mean, I love when upsets happen at the end of the day. Cause it's just like, wow, like you're always rooting for that underdog and, or just the top guy to go down at some point. Just stories are, stories are interesting there. Um, yeah, but it's, it's really hard. I think for that to happen too. And as time goes on, it's like, are those number one guys like really like, I don't know. Are they really number one? No, like there's no way like number one seeds are losing. Like, you see Brooks losing. You see Starachi losing. Oh, yeah. You see Keegan losing. Car. Yeah, I do see Keegan losing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty Teamer? clear. Pretty clear. Teamer? Teamer's not the one. Oh. Teamer is winning 157, though. Hmm. Teamer's my boy. Yeah, might have him on next, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> one of these next few ones. Yeah. And then, uh, actually, funny story. 
Caden got kicked out of one of our, one of our uh, group chats on the team because it's the, the name of the group chat is Team Teamer because we're all Teamer fans and uh, he's a hardcore Peyton Rob fan apparently. <laughs> no, the chat so he was got, he got kicked. He got kicked. The chat was Fortnite, buddy. He's supposed to talk about Fortnite, Fortnite memes and stuff, and I just get kicked out because. Every group chat I'm in, Crosby kicks me out for some reason. Some reason he has the authority for that. Every group chat, other than other than our actual team group chat, which I don't know if you have control over, but dude, you can kick me too. Okay, are you not back in that one? I don't even think it's called Team Teamer anymore. I'm not in there. Oh, you don't be back. No, I'll probably make another one for everyone but you. (laughs) But anybody can kick anybody in a group chat. Okay, I understand. I just I'm I'm not one to kick. You, you got kicked already. Is this a joke, Aiden? No, a, I get it. a goof. I'm, no, I get it. I'm just like, I'm just a little out of it. You were happy about it until you, because I did it because it felt like you were distracted and I needed you to get back to work, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. So was, I was kind of doing I'm, a favor yeah. there. I'm just looking out for you. No, I, I appreciate that. And yeah. Fine. Yeah. No, let's, uh, let's go into this fix pod and we'll come back later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Clash of Combat podcast. Today, we're joined with the greatest ever, Dayton Fix. Dayton, how's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. We got to start off with a bang because this is <laughs> all over the media. Are you going down to 125 this season? Um, well, I'm going down to 125, but not to the Olympic trials. So, oh, not, okay, okay. Not during not not during the uh, the college season. But okay. I will be going 57 kilos at the Olympic trials. So. How, how early do you have to start, like, uh, I guess, your weight management process? And how does that look getting that low? Um, I mean, obviously, it's not, not real easy. Or I would be wrestling 125 right now. So, uh, you know, I just got to be smart about my weight. Uh, you know, not try to get as big as I may in the past. Uh, but, you know, the last couple of weeks, I've, I've been doing a pretty good job with my weight. So... I think that you know what I'm doing right now is working for me, and I'm making 133 pretty easy. And I think that's a that's a great start for eventually going down to 25. Sure. What's the biggest you ever got up to? Um, I don't really know. I I don't really like to weigh whenever I know I'm <laughs> big. So. Uh, you think you ever hit the 160 mark? I don't know. Probably not. I, people always. I think people think I'm a lot bigger than I really am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they got to realize that I'm really short. So <laughs> yeah, one sixty be massive. Yeah, if I was, yeah, if that's I was, true. Yeah, I mean, I would be. I mean, I'm only five four, so I would be really. Uh, I'd be really fat if I weighed one sixty. Think you so, might have height on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the. Sh- yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I we gotta hear kids. Kids love to hear these pace post weigh-in snacks or snacks that you can eat when you're cutting weight. What do you What do you kind of have after weigh-ins? Um. So I've always been a big uh, PD light guy. Ever, yeah. Ever since I was a, uh, I was young. I would always like to drink PD Light after wins. Uh, flavor? Any flavor. I like them all. I mean, I've tried pretty much every flavor. I like the. I'm a big blue Raz. Yeah, the blue, the blue, both the blue ones are good. The berry frost and the blue raspberry one, they're both mm-hmm. really good. Uh, and then usually, uh, in college, I've I usually have like, ever since I've been been in college after wins, I always have some oatmeal. So oatmeal and. I put banana and uh, some honey in there. Oh, yeah. and that's nice. Gotta have the honey. Yep. Make a little sweet, little nice little treat right after weighing. Actually, mm. the new uh, two-hour weigh-in, that is uh, really nice. 
Uh, yes, lot, it way is. Different, way different than that one hour. One hour was was crazy, but <laughs> the two hours definitely uh, way better. Oh, yeah. Now with two hours, I feel like I can eat and I can like sleep to like digest a little bit. I can yeah. sit around. I don't just have to eat after like cutting weight and then just going back and warming yeah. up. So Yeah, especially nice. being one of the lighter guys. You've <laughs> got to – I mean you're in a one-hour way and you're eating and drinking in like 30 minutes and then it's you got to go warm up. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Nice. It's been nice, uh, you know, those two hour ways. You have a lot of time to just kind of digest your food and get ready to wrestle. Yeah. No, that that is a good change. But what about like the three point takedown change? How do you think that's been treating you? Um, I think it's I think it's benefited me. Uh, you know, just in my last match against NC State, I only needed three takedowns to get a major. And you know, I think that you know if you take your opponent down three times, then I think that's enough that you should be able to, you know, get bonus points, you know, because it's not easy to, you know, beat someone, you know, especially at the level that we're wrestling. Getting three takedowns to zero, I think that you should probably be rewarded for that. Uh, but, you know, on the other, other hand, you know, I've said, uh, we've kind of just talked about, you know, like match uh, situations. You're really always in a match with a three-point takedown. You know, even if you're down, mm-hmm. like just, for example, in that match that I was wrestling uh, last weekend, you know, I I don't know what the score is for sure, but I know I needed a I needed a takedown to get the major and takedown right out to get the major. Uh, but if I give up a takedown there, he's you know right back in. He's gonna cut me loose and sure. he gets one more takedown. He's probably either tied or in the lead. So you yeah. know, it's uh no leads really safe, and I think that that uh, promotes wrestling and you know promotes mm-hmm. continuing to try to score points. Yeah, what what has your training been like this year since it is an Olympic year? Are you just straight folk style or are you getting freestyle in? Um, I've just been, you know, training a lot of folk style right now. Uh, not really too much freestyle, uh, but I'm sure I might have some more freestyle, you know, practices as I get closer to closer to the uh, Olympic draws. I do. I do got to ask this because you're, you're a shorter guy, and I'm trying to work on this too. But like, you do it better than like anyone. Your inside trip. I always think if guys are taller, it'd be so much easier. But, you know, being on the short side, you still hit it on, like, everyone. So kind of, uh, if you could, how, what's the secret? Um, I don't know what the secret is. It's just something that I kind of feel. I think it's more of a feel thing than anything. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I don't really even know. I think, I think I learned it from Kendall Cross. I think that he showed it to me when I was, you know, just kind of getting into wrestling. And it was just something that I, I picked up pretty naturally. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a... Uh, Something that I, I mean, I probably try to hit it just about every match. So it's uh, yeah. <laughs> one of my, one, definitely one of my go-to. It's, you know, you ask people's go-to takedowns or favorite takedowns. It's usually not a inside trip, but that's that's, that's probably my my favorite. And you can probably inside of this big guy too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I got kind of like a double question here. Okay. Like what what is your relationship like with John Smith, and how is he as a coach? Um. I, we have a great relationship. Um, he's, you know, I think that he's awesome. You know, just I've always looked up to him, and you know, it's a, he was a big reason that I wanted to go to Oklahoma State. And you know, obviously, I've known him for a long time. Just growing up in o- in Oklahoma, uh, and having he had a son that you know Joe Smith, who was right around the same age as me. He's a couple years older, so um, you know, I've been over to his house when I was you know, in junior high and stuff like that, just to be around Joe and hang out with him and train up at Stillwater. So, I mean, I've known him for 
for a long time. So we have a great relationship. And as a coach, he's, uh, he, you know, he's hard. He's, he's, he's a hard, you know, kind of old school coach and he's, you know, going to tell you how it is. And, you know, that's for me, that's, you know, I need that sometimes. So I need someone to, you know, tell me, you know, how it is and not to sugarcoat things. Uh, I think that it's good for me. And, you know, some, some people might not be the best, the best for, you know, but for me, it's, you know, it's a good, good relationship. Yeah, for sure. What are some, like, uh, if you could, what are some exact kind of circumstances where like someone was going on and he told you how it is and you were like, damn, he's right. Sorry. I, my mom started calling me, uh, (laughs) but, uh, just, you know, you know, so whenever I'm wrestling, a lot of the times guys, uh, they kind of back up. They tend to back up. Don't really want to wrestle me. Uh, and you know, especially when I was younger, like in my first couple of years in college, uh, that just really kind of frustrate me. It was something that, you know, I had to deal with pretty much, you know, every match, you know, this guy's just posting off, blocking off, not really trying to score, just trying to keep it close. And he, you know, just said, kind of shot me straight and said, you know, that's just how it's going to be. You know, it, even if a guy's stalling, you got to find a way to score. And, you know, I think that, you know, that just kind of helped something click, you know, with me. And, uh, I just, I, I, you know, it was the right thing to say because that's, it's the truth. You know, I needed to find a way to score, you know, cause even if guys aren't going to wrestle me, then I find, Hey, I got to find a way to score some points somehow. So I, uh, obviously developed different ways to, to score. Yeah. Kind of going back on your earlier years. Now I, I'm, I'm not going to lie in my <laughs> early years of high school, but kind of before, um, maybe even I really got into like the freestyle Greco, just kind of training. Um, I, I looked on, uh, you know, USA wrestling's matches for freestyle and Greco matches. And man, I was like, who is this Dayton fix guy? All his matches are like so short and you're like <laughs> winning all against all these guys. I'm like, dang, like this guy's like, this guy's the champ. I think you were like a little bit heavier than me. So I was like, holy cow, like, man, he's good. Were you always that good? And I mean, 168 wins and no losses in your whole high school career. Like, were you always good from an early age or how was that? Um, yeah, so I actually didn't start wrestling until I was in like the fifth, fifth grade. So it oh. was kind of, it's kind of later than, than most, uh, most people, obviously most people, they start wrestling when they're five years old, but, uh, wrestling, it, it was a part of both my families, my mom's side and my dad's side. Uh, both my, both my grandparents wrestled, both my grandpa's wrestled in college, my dad wrestled in college. So it was kind of like eventually, like just a matter of time before I, decided that I was going to wrestle, but they didn't never push me into it. And I think mm-hmm. that that, you know, really helped me, you know, develop like a love for the sport. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, at an early age, so since I started so late, I, you know, the first probably year and a half, I took a lot of losses that I probably shouldn't have just because I didn't have as much uh, experience. Mm-hmm. But my dad would always tell me, once you have as many matches as those kids, then then you're going to be fine. You're going to beat those guys. And, you know, it was, it was true. And I can remember my dad, you know, being in the corner and I was wrestling a guy that beat me by 10 earlier in the year. And, uh, later that year, same year, he only beat me by four. My dad's in the corner, you know, cheering that, you know, I closed the gap that much in you know, a couple of weeks. So it was, a uh, just something that, you know, it taught me the, that, you know, it doesn't matter what the results are all the time that, as long as I'm getting better and improving, then that's what's uh, important. Yeah. 
No, I like that. Caden mentioned before this started that you have a younger brother. Can we be expecting any any big things from him coming up here? Um, he's uh he's so he kind of took the same path as me. He didn't really start wrestling until, but he took he waited even later. He uh waited. He just kind of started probably the last two years. He's really gotten into it. Uh, but he he does a lot of things. He he's a football player. He's a golfer. Um, he can sing. He he's gotten into wrestling. He's I think he's finally he's starting on the on his team as a freshman at one thirty eight. So you know it's a he's doing good this year. He uh one thing about him is his number one takedown is an inside trip too. So <laughs> oh, of course, of course, he's his brother hit it all the time. He needs to develop uh, some more attacks, <laughs> but he kind of relies on that and only that. But he's uh he's 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 doing good. He he's gonna be a lot bigger than me, so I think that. That'll help, honestly. Cause As I a freshman that, in high school, he's already a weight class higher than you. Yeah, he's a lot <laughs> taller than me too. He's uh, Jeez. yeah, he's gonna be a lot bigger than me. So once he once he grows, I think that uh, it'll help with his wrestling. Just yeah, because I think that you know, whenever you're whenever you're a small guy, it's definitely I think it's a lot harder because there's you know when you're only 140 pounds, then there's only really one sport that he can do and. Right. and he, be the best at it so you know i think that he gets bigger and uh i could help him you know learn some some of you know little secrets to beat some big guys i think that it'll be a lot easier for him yeah i'd say another thing too that i kind of want to get into i want to hear your mindset about this you've been in some insanely big big matches and it's you know especially like in the national finals and it's just like you just keep coming up short it's like how does how does that play with your mentality and how can you continue to you know come back the next year and be like i'm going to be the guy to win uh yeah you know obviously it's never easy you know you lose those big matches but you know for me it's you know i'm still every time i go into one of those matches i'm still you know i have full belief in myself uh i'm still completely confident that you know i'm good enough to win you know then I should win because you know I know the the work that I put in I know you know how I, I live the right kind of lifestyle that that you know, I, I do all the right things that I should be able to win those matches and it's just a matter of you know put it all together and get it done whenever it matters the most and you know it I've obviously fallen short a couple times but you know it, my you know attitude has pretty much stayed the same you know I still believe that I'm the best and uh you know I'm looking forward to to getting back in those big matches yes sir yeah after college are you uh are you gonna go the full wrestling route or do you have maybe an mma in your future um a lot of people have asked me about mma but i don't know if i'll if i'll jump into it or not you know i, I just don't don't know if i want to get hit for a living you know, yeah. I, think that, <laughs> I think that you know it takes a takes a special person to to be able to do that uh yeah i definitely want to I want to coach eventually. I want to be a coach. So, you know, obviously I might, I'll see how much longer I can, I can wrestle. I'm going to wrestle as long as I can, but you know, eventually I, I want to, I want to coach. So see yourself to back at Oklahoma state coaching. Uh, if they'll have me, I'd love to stay, stay in Stillwater. Yeah. I love, uh, love Oklahoma state and I love being in Stillwater. So what what is it like wrestling in like the duels, uh, like the the whole atmosphere? Because I know at Oklahoma State, like it get things can get pretty intense. So just maybe like even describe like your first duel at home. What was that going like in your mind? Um, yeah, I mean it was awesome. Uh, 
obviously I've, I dreamt of, you know, wrestling in Gallagher, uh, since I was, since I started wrestling. So it was a, a dream come true, you know, being able to run out and, and just, you know, really experience it from a, from a different perspective. And, uh, just, it was really a dream come true. Uh, my favorite duel, uh, from, you know, since I've been in college was definitely 2019 when we, uh, wrestled Iowa at home. I mean, it was, I knew uh, you were going to say that one. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was insane. Like, so we were up in the room, so we really didn't know like how many people were there. We could tell like that it was, we obviously knew it was going to be a big duel, but we, you know, we come out and there wasn't an empty seat in the whole, the whole room. And if you've ever been in Gallagher, it's like two like sections. So there's like a small like bowl section and there's like a bigger like top section where it, Mm. so it's like almost like when you're in Gallagher, if there's, if it's packed, like the fans like almost sit right on top of you. So I mean, it gets, it gets loud and it was, uh, it was definitely the most fun duel that, that I've ever been a part of. And you know, what's cool about Oklahoma state is, you know, we have such a, a good legacy and you know we're such a well-respected school that you know anywhere we go you know we go on these road matches we're you know most of the time we're going to be the their biggest duel of the year you know we always have you know pretty big crowds for for uh road road duels i think that we set the record at nc state for their most uh most attended duel and then i think wyoming i think we had one of their top duels too this year so it's a, you know, whenever you wrestle for Oklahoma State, it's, you know, it's a, a big deal to, you know, compete against us. So we know that when we go into, you know, these other, these matches on the road, you know, it's going to be a, a big, uh, it's going to be their, basically their Super Bowl most of the time. Right. No, that's cool. I feel like, uh, so, so in us, like, I don't know if you anything, if you know anything about me and Crosby, but us wrestling at Parkside, <laughs> we, we don't really fill, I guess, an arena, <laughs> no. or I would say a stand of bleachers, <laughs> but I can just imagine like, re- like wrestling, like at the state tournament, of course, I'm sure it's like a state tournament, basically every single duel. And that's just, that's gotta be surreal. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And I'm just, you know, very grateful that, you know, I've uh, got an opportunity to, to represent my university and my, my dream university and. You know, just, just bless. For sure. So I got a question. You can comment on this as little or as much as you want, but your, your, uh, your ex-teammate, AJ Ferrari, obviously had his whole, uh, scandal at the soldier salute tournament. And what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't really have many, much to say about it. Uh, obviously I don't think he should have, you know, flipped off the crowd or anything, but, uh, you know, I wish him the best, and you know, hopefully, he. Uh, you know, obviously, he's entertaining to watch, but you know, hopefully, he does it in the right way. Yeah. So, b- biggest biggest thing here. What do you want your legacy in wrestling to be, if you have one? Um. So, a lot of people, you know, take my my Instagram and my Twitter handle kind of the wrong way. You know, they say it's obviously it's the greatest ever, but. Uh, they think that I'm kind of calling myself the greatest ever. And obviously that's, if, if I'm in the sport, you know, why wouldn't I want to someday be the greatest ever? But mm. I'm not, you know, I know that right now in my career, I'm not the greatest wrestler ever, obviously. You know, there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of, you know, people that have come before me that are great, great wrestlers. Uh, but, you know, for me, the, the, you know, the handle greatest ever is just kind of a reminder, you know, from, for me just to, you know, if I want to be, you know, the best, 
then I got to do it every day. You know, I want to be the greatest, just the greatest version of myself. And, you know, I know someday, you know, wrestling isn't forever. So even, you know, after wrestling's over, you know, obviously I want to be the greatest coach that I can be. I want to be the greatest dad that I can be someday, the greatest husband that I could be someday. And it's just a, you know, a good reminder for me to, you know, that I have people watching me, you know, pretty much all the time. You know, I go out, you know, I know that people are going to know who I am and I have to be, you know, hold myself to a different standard. Yeah. No, I, I, re- I really like that. I, I appreciate you saying that. I think that that clears definitely just that whole mindset thing. It's like we can apply that to our own lives. It's like, why, if not, like, why not think that at the end of the day? So absolutely, it's good stuff. Yeah, that's what all I got. Yeah, that's all I got too. Do you do you have any closing remarks for the podcast? Um, I don't have anything. You know, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it was fun, fun talking to you guys. And you know, anytime you guys need anything from me, you know, just let me know, and I'd be happy to if I can help out in any way. Awesome, you're the man, Dayton. I'm looking forward to seeing you the rest of the year. Yeah, thanks yep. for coming on. Good luck for the rest sure. of the season. Good luck. Yep. Thank you guys. Good luck yeah. to you guys too. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. That was fire. So Day- Dayton's the man. I would say that. I'm rooting for him. I, I, I hope he does win win this uh, this next NCAA tournament. Yeah, he deserves it. Crazy news. I was convinced he was going to 125. Really? Why? Because it just makes sense. Think about it. March, mm-hmm. he wrestles 125 at the NCAAs. Yeah. April, he wrestles 125, 55 kilograms yeah. at... The Olympic team trials. Isn't it a little bit over 125, though? 125.7 or something? Point, Point what? Oh. 125.2. So it's like... Right. It's right there. I and mean, then, then he would be he would be there. Like I know it's like, I mean, a month apart or... Probably, no, it's got to be less than a month. Probably a few weeks. Sure. But, I mean, at least you get to weigh in down there. Right. At least once beforehand. Dude, <clears throat> I don't think the 25s would ever see that inside trip coming, <laughs> even though they know he's hitting it. Like he would destroy we're, them. Bro. Me and Crosby were still talking about it. Like, how does Fix hit an inside trip on like everyone with how like short he is with his length? It's it's crazy. Five four inches. Like if if he was six feet tall at like any weight. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he said his brothers already hit inside trips freshman yeah. in high school. <laughs> yep. And like how how late he started being a fifth grader. Like uh, lit- literally. Those next couple of years, like up until high school, he never lost a wrestling match, a folk style match, but that yet wins like six junior or Fargo titles or whatever it is. Like, how, how don't how do you get back? Yeah, Caden was saying. So he started in fifth grade and he won two Fargo titles in eighth grade or freshman year. No, I freshman think it year was freshman year. I'm not too sure, but I just remember him winning. Fr- like he was like the first guy I saw that went won like both at the same weight. Like when yeah. I first started watching like freestyle and Greco, so I was like, dude. He's the goat. Greatest yeah, ever. crazy. But um, yeah, no, I mean, that made that uh, that veto statement true. Like pretty much if you know the good habits, you build on those good habits from like a later age in life, um, you know, like four through yeah. 12 could be learned from 12 yeah. to Didn't veto 15. also start like fifth grade? Yeah, so it was, it was later too. Like I'm sure he was still like around it, but he right. like didn't start. And and but the thing is, like I think with those two that are exceptions, is their parents <laughs> were like goaded wrestlers. <laughs> like Vito's, v, yeah, Fix's dad was like really good. Really? Yeah, I think his dad was like on um, it something crazy. But think about it. everyone in Dayton Fix's like family line wrestled above him. Dayton Fix, 
dad wrestling. I'm starting to hold, like smell a little cap here. It's been like 10 yeah, minutes. I, We've been waiting 10 minutes. Like it, this is cut. This is all cut out. But as you guys know, we just waited 10 minutes for Kate no. to search for that. I got, I guess I couldn't find it, but okay. If you're all your, you know, grandparents, dads wrestled in college too. Like, and plus he said like John Smith just, you know, comes to his house. I think he said before he wrestled, oh, having yeah, yeah. like the goat of wrestling in your house before you're wrestling. Cause like, he was his, 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 I can't remember what he said. Yeah. We're but, filming this a day after, by the way, yeah. it's not directly after, but he said something about John Smith coming to his house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I think if you have a good wrestling coach or, like, someone in the area that just comes to your house at an early age, like Dan Gable with Ben Keeter. <laughs> it's yeah. like, dude, you're desperate. Like, Bo Bassett always being with Kale. Like, I forgot about that. I forgot about the Ben dude. Keeter one. Yeah. Because he lived in his house or the uh, rented house. Yeah, yeah, something. Man. Man. Maybe someday I'll rent a house out yeah. to one of your kids and well, then they'll become wrestling legends. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. I, I live at the same place you live in, so hope it... uh impacts yeah <laughs> come on <laughs> but yeah guys uh shit we got two duels coming up we got mary minot uh some mary uh if you guys know last year on my channel we faced some haters yeah that was probably hype. the football team it's hype yeah it was hype just kicking their butts so hopefully we do that again but my has got a pretty cool uh they got a pretty cool home setup what? Oh, the big gym? My They're, not? Yeah. They had like good. the whole arena. Shit. Yeah, that thing is massive. We really feel, feel that place. Yeah, it was like a whole arena <laughs> for like 12 fans. <laughs> yeah, I could only imagine. I, I'm really excited though to see how many people will show up, like fans, I guess, when wrestling. Because like, you know how we were talking with Fix, like we can maybe fill a couple rows. You should tell your fans to come during the Parkside Pack the Den event. Come to the Pack. I did. I filmed the TikTok for the lady, Parkside lady. Oh. Hopefully people come out. Come come to a Parkside duel. If you guys uh, live close or live far away, come travel. Say what's up. Kudos, uh, Joe Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Let's let's defend the den together, baby. Cool. Any last words for you? That's it. Well, what else do we want to talk about? I don't know. Are these questions you put in there? Oh, oh my. Dude. Imagine if someone was driving and they heard Dude, that. is that what you heard when you fucking ran into that poor All lady? Right, that I'm poor out. lady? I'm out. Thanks for watching. Hey, like and subscribe. Oh. Now you're shooting the people. Hey, thanks for watching, guys. I'm I'm sorry. What is this? I'm sorry, dude. Hey. Rarn actually dropped a couple new songs too, so. Keep it a stack. Keep it a stack, baby. Let's go, Clash of Combat. I came back now, getting on his guap, I don't think a better pass now. Maybe so long, I might fuck around and cash out. Everyone on my side, now I got a bag and I tell her say goodbye. Yeah, I'm in my zone, yeah, they ask me how I do it.